All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Crossing Swords. And this week, it's a super special episode. Tell them why, Jake. Well, it's the only episode, really, that we started the podcast for. We sort of thought we have to do a few episodes to get here because uh, it's episode... What number is it? It's number 69, Jake. 69, dude. <laughs> the best number noise. of all numbers. Very nice. It turns any grown man into a small child thinking of dirty <laughs> things and giggling and... All other such nonsense. So yeah, this is genuinely an episode that we've been waiting for for well, like as Jake said, pretty much since we started. We started um, with all, we'll do an episode, we'll do a sex episode. Which episode is a sex episode? Sixty nine. Yeah, obviously. I mean, it, it seemed like and the right just, one to do. You know, we waffled through and we found our way, but here we are. So I don't want to say there's pressure. Uh, there's a little bit. I feel a little bit of pressure. This is the one we've wanted to be the funniest, and I have a feeling. I sort could, of feel like this is how I feel. Right before sex, after a dry spell, I do feel a little bit of pressure, but ultimately I know I've got to enjoy it and I've got to put that out of my mind. I think the, I think it's just like sex and the fact that no matter how nervous you are, you're going to enjoy yourself. Your, your partner might not. It might feel a little bit awkward, a little oh, bit too much eye contact. Just happy to be involved. Um, I'm definitely not going to take my clothes off. So again, just like sex, but you know, we might enjoy it. I mean, you I might enjoy it. I know I will. I'm more active in this than I'm in my own sex life sometimes, to be fair. So I think I'll take that. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Right, so the idea today is that we're Orgy, gonna, we're just going to fuck. Well, that's afterwards, hence why there's a bed next to us in the room. And the camera. And a camera. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... You've got, to do, you've got to do action replays, bro. You've got to, like, play-by-plays. I have Alan Shearer in the bedroom with me just to talk me through <laughs> what I was doing. Oh, mate, should we just get Jermaine Genus, the blandest man on television, to talk us through it? Don't mind Jermaine Genus. Although this know? might be something he's actually an expert at, because we know he's not a high-level football player. I would so. love if Jermaine Genus had been an amazing sexpert. <laughs> I bet he is. He absolutely knows his way around I the I think Kyle I mean, Walker is. Oh, yeah, we definitely know Kyle Walker is. Well, he's is. experienced, anyway. He definitely likes paying for it, we know that. Who doesn't? It's listen. Not everyone's. We're not king shaming. No, and we both know I don't pay for anything. <laughs> well, it depends. But um, I'm the only. I'm probably the only prostitute. You should stand there and wait for my change to be counted. <laughs> or you steal in their change. You see pennies <laughs> on the side and think, "Fuck it, why not?" Uh, little inside joke there. Um, so yeah, the plan today is we've had our listeners uh, talk to us. They've given us some funny stories, and we've got some funny stories ourselves. So, Jake, and can I just, can I just say to all the listeners out there, um, listen, it's not that the dick pics weren't unappreciated, <laughs> just not what we meant when we asked for your input on this episode. I, I don't know. Some of them looked aesthetically pleasing as penises go. Most of them made me feel quite emasculated, to be honest. <laughs> it was just a real shock to my confidence. For me, for me that doesn't take much, to be honest with you. <laughs> Big, my nickname as Big is fairly ironic. Um, and you heard that here first, in, just in case before we become famous, any ex-lovers jilted or otherwise. Saw it here first, put a link to the OnlyFans here. <laughs> now on that one, I told you, I just do eating, nothing else. Yeah, but your, your cock will be out. So, some of it, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it, no, it but like, it will be out, there, you know it will I mean? be it, there. It will be in the room with me, but, you know, spiritually as well as Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, so we can um, so yeah, Jake, how do we, who do you want to start this off as? Me or you? Should I go to the reader? I love it. We're, we're already role playing. <laughs> Who are we starting this off as? We're so ready for this. This episode is so Fire ready. Fire old Brian. <laughs> well, do you want to look? I think the aim was we both have some pretty embarrassing sex stories and sex related stories in our blocker. Yeah. So the idea was at some point we've, we've got an episode ready made 
to just absolutely share them with the world and finally get some closure on them. Absolutely, but I also just want to say, because I thought about this the other day, I thought, is it a bit rude that we're doing this, considering our, obviously, ex-lovers and stuff might not, but I thought, you know, we're obviously going to protect their anonymity, I'm not going to start... Yeah, yeah, we're not like going to give addresses uh, or anything, one second. <laughs> yeah, cross those out quickly, don't put yes. them up. Yeah. They won't be appearing on the screen. Yeah, no, uh, I wasn't going to give you, like, the full stats or anything, I was like, crazy. We're not, and also, we're not going to, like, do anything crass, like, rate our lovers out of ten or anything. Yeah, yeah, no, we're not doing that segment. Because frankly, we wouldn't want them to do it to us. No, and to be honest, I'm so grateful to be in the room. Most of them are nines and tens. It's like the that's song I true. just had sex with. Like, it's the nicest thing a woman could ever let yeah, you do. Yeah, I just said I mean? that's not true. There have been some less than tens. <laughs> Has there been any tens? I'd say there's been. I, I would say there's been. Oh no, you no, know, no, 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 no! I'm probably being mean. I don't because, especially as I know. Some of the women you slept yeah. with, they might be upset to hear me say that, and I just meant it as a joke. So no, 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 there have been some decent-looking women. Oh no, well, listen, I don't mean about the attractiveness. I mean the actual act of sex itself. Oh. I was rating the actual. <laughs> See, I, I haven't seen them in the act. Some of the women you slept with, so I, I can't speak. Because I'll tell you now, one of the women I slept with, and I'm not going to like, yeah, we're not going to name drop anything, but one of the people I've slept with. No, See, I love saying that one of the women I've slept with it makes it sound like I've got a plethora, like I've got a little black book. It makes it sound like it was just the other day. Yeah, like well. I've just like I'm just some sort like of you've just come. From, Literally, you know, a session just come, you know, inside, <laughs> right? But one of the one of the women that I've slept with was, um, oh, this sounds really like misogynistic and cruel. She wasn't the best looking, and can I just say I didn't? I it was like a blind, it was like a sort of like a blind date thing. I I knew when I saw her I didn't want to sleep with her, but the problem is my penis it doesn't always agree with my brain. So what happens yeah. is she starts making a move and where I want drinking, to be able to... quickly interject? Was there any booze involved? Yeah, we have been in a, we yeah, have been in a pub know. for most of the night. Yeah. And so what happened was, she, you know, one thing led to another and sort of my head was going, oh, I shouldn't do this because this is just going to lead her on and like it's really bad and I don't want this to go there. But my dick was just like, you shut up, you've had your turn, <laughs> we're doing this. And I've got to tell you, she was really good in bed. But, you know, so there's a balance... The thing is, what's quite interesting is you're telling me these, well, tell me your stories. I'm going to be in my head wondering which, which lady it was. Again, as if there was a plethora, but yeah. Yeah, just, I see, just yeah. gets me um I mean, curious. I think the fact, the fact that I sort of blind dated that one probably indicates that you you don't know her. No, 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 no I don't think I do know that one. That lady, sorry, I, I don't want to say that one. It feels like I'm dehumanising the women you've slept with. I mean, she she did most of that herself. I mean, on to be honest with no, you. No, look. no, the thing that goes against her is she slept with me. <laughs> no, look, the thing is, I think uh, one thing I'd like to say before talking about this because it's quite common when men talk about sex that it can be seen that it, we're it comes across very misogynistic, uh, yeah, or demeaning, or that we don't respect women. And uh, the thing I'd like to say is, I think women should be allowed to sleep with whoever they like and as many people as they like because, quite frankly, if even if Jake came to me and said, "Mate, I've been banging so many." women recently i wouldn't call him a slut i mean i might you call me a liar but <laughs> yeah among other things but yeah i wouldn't judge you for it so i've so i've had to sort of go on a journey because i think definitely when i was younger i would have judged a woman for having slept with a lot of men but yeah, but now I think if i may interject and i'm not not to to take away from the point this is nothing to do with that point as such mm-hmm. but i think i think knowing you when you you'd have judged a man for sleeping around as well you had very kind of traditional values, to, uh, family I, I, values I growing up. I think sometimes I found it, it depended on how the guy was about it. Like I, we know one guy, a mutual friend, who was a bit of a hound dog. 
in his younger years and um I, I believe he's a listener to the pod so if you know who you are um is it you no, no it's not me <laughs> definitely not me um as as any past women that knew me or any current women that know me now i'm not a hound dog um but he i don't know he was always so quite joyful about it it was almost as if like, oh, i just got laid so it was sort of like he was just happy about it, it wasn't I mean, he did sometimes get a bit like notch on the bedposty a bit. So that was the sort of side of it yeah, I didn't like. That's the one thing um, that I've never bought into. And obviously this is the perfect episode to talk about that. I've never bought into the idea that, um, you know, that, that numbers are a competition. It's like, because mm. I've always been, the, you know, I've always been a little bit different from the rest of um, masculinity. This whole thing is really just a dating profile. I just want to sit here and tell women that I'm different from most guys. And, <laughs> you know, I'm great and I'm humble. No, but like I've never been that different. So quite often you'll get guys who come up, and we—I think we've both had it, where guys will introduce themselves to, you and like quite early on they'll be like, "Oh yeah, like you know, I'm a bit of a shag. Like I've done I like you know, thirty girls, girls yeah. or you know, I've done like two, two the last week. You know, like same same day kind of thing." And you're <laughs> like, "And I'm genuinely, I'm like, not only do I not find that impressive, but the fact that you want me to find that impressive puts me off you." Yeah, I, I think when it becomes something that you take it as a source of pride or that it's like a big part of yourself... It says something I about you that, that and that it's not something I want to know. relationship with sex. Um, and with yourself. So, yeah, I think we sort of... This definitely isn't the tone I was... Exp- and I certainly didn't plan actually to say the point well, I've you're said. the one that started banging on about um, women's rights and respecting well, women. Well, no, no, but I just feel like, especially as we're just two blokes talking about sex, it could very easily come across... Oh, look, also, unclassy. You know, I mean, and it will. If you want to go back um, and, and listen to our episode, episode 67, it would have been, um, we actually opened by supporting the Taliban, famously not strong on women's rights. So we really yeah. have to define ourselves here. <laughs> uh, I mean, and also, let me just say, I have got a fiancé, so I suppose it's me partly, in case she listens to this, which I yeah, know famously, she won't. famously, misogynist, um, never married. <laughs> no, no, but what, Historically. what I'm saying is I'm, I'm trying to protect myself from any future crimination from my uh from my partner just in case yeah i mean why not um so yeah uh so you've told your story should i tell have i told oh not well i didn't really tell a story i, d- I didn't even plan to tell that one <laughs> i've got so many guys i am such a love machine i've got so many stories they're coming out of my pores now i'm just doing the ant and deck rap um I I'm not I'm not familiar with the ant and deck rap. We've got so many lips coming out of I've our never paws. been a big fan. Fathers, mothers, sisters, brothers, everyone's got to be an AKA lover. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't, you know, I definitely didn't think that would make an appearance in this pod. I mean... Definitely thought Ant and Deck would not be in our sex episode. <laughs> I think changing the subject, one thing I would say is I definitely think my sex life over the years has gone hand in hand with humour, I think it would be fair to say. Loving the phrasing of hand in hand. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, there is a lot of humour in the bedroom, though. There is, there can be, and, and we can't always appreciate that in the moment. But no. only afterwards, when you're talking about uh, it, even in the sense like, um, I mean, just to throw a good story out there, if I may. Um, and it's no, do you know what? I've decided that I don't want this podcast to go in that direction. I don't want it to be anecdotal and fun. No, you just want us to sit here rambling on. Uh, but no, one of our mutual friends, uh, yeah, friend of a friend. We all know I that mean, one. I mean, technically, it's mine and their story. <laughs> Honestly, no, can I just say for a second, I thought you said my nan. <laughs> and I was like, bro, what episode is this? Um, I'm just trying to think were any of my grandparents alive when this happened. I don't think they were. Uh, but no, no, anyway. Um, <laughs> mine and 
his story in the sense that it was a night I lost my virginity. And there's nothing particularly funny about the fact I lost my virginity. Um, it was the fact that afterwards um, I went to celebrate and tell our mutual friend that I'd lost my virginity. And he was with his girlfriend at the time at a house party in another bedroom. And when um, later on when they came out, it turned out there had been an accident in the bedroom and there was a pool of blood yeah, on the bed. So um, and it turned out, and we we didn't find out that night because they thought initially it was her that had... Oh, the thought of period sex. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it turned out when they had sex again a little while later, it was the uh, banjo string He, he snapped his, his banjo string, honestly... How many guys do you think right now are listening to this, by the way, have just, like, crossed their legs and cupped well, their balls? I actually wonder how many boats know what a banjo string is, because before you that didn't happened, know. I wouldn't have known what a banjo string is. It was only literally when I found out what happened, I think I went and asked my dad, I was like, have you ever? And he was like, oh. So basically, um, this pod is, it's promoting women's rights and respecting women. Tick. And talking about sexual health. Fun, fun, fun stories and sex ed. Yeah, You're going to tell us what a banjo string is. A banjo string is a... Do you want me to demonstrate? <laughs> I'd rather you didn't get it out, to be honest. I mean, we'd have to get the magnifying glass out at the same time. For the camera, not for, oh, the, for the camera. camera. Yeah, for, for the, the camera. camera. Um, Quite far away. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I do have a zoom in button. That helps. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's the... there's bas- it, It's sort of what it sounds like. There's a... Not string, but a bit of skin that runs under the underside of a man's penis. And apparently it controls the sort of tightness and the, the elasticity of the skin on the penis. And uh, basically our friend's penis was too tight for the skin and it snapped. Raised a lot of questions about what he'd been doing before that. You know what I mean, wanking with razor blades or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, there was even a funny part of it that our friend... Oh, it was all funny. Not to him... No, at no, the no, time, no. He, had to have, he had to have surgery yeah, for it, and he had to like, and the whole thing when you have surgery on your penis is you can't use it for a while. It's it's tough, but for us, fucking brilliant. It was so good, and um, he broke his penis. He literally broke his penis. He did break his penis. I mean, but the thing is, you, it's slightly bragging in the sense that he can say, "Oh, my penis was too big for the skin it was held in." Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's not what happened, though, was it? No, it was just rough sex. Yeah, it was just bad sex. It was just bad sex. Um, so yeah. Also, again, if he turned, if he genuinely did ever t- try and turn around and say, "Oh, well, my dick was too big for my foreskin," I would have just it would have been like, you know, chin rub. I'd have allowed him to have that delusion. I wouldn't call him out on that shit every day of the week. No, do you know what? If it makes a friend feel better to make them think they have a giant penis, and I let them think they have a giant penis, I don't need to see it. I don't need to disprove it for them. Don't him. need to feel it. Did you make me? <laughs> I just wanted <laughs> you to see what normal looked like. The problem was, I didn't mind having to feel it. It was when you were like, just lick it, just <laughs> once. <laughs> yeah, but how are you going to know what it tastes like? You've got to experience these and then things. You've got to pull a loop out. And I was like, no, 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 you're taking it too far now. I don't well, need I just, to feel it inside me. I just know. wanted to take sex education to the next level. I want to take sex education to the most. I definitely wouldn't suggest to the government doing that in schools. Oh my God. Jesus, is that where we're Although, going with this? No, 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 we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. Um, so yeah yeah that was a good one that was a good one right so uh, let's do a couple of listeners one some of them are quite short Uh, the one that sort of choked me when I first heard it well let's uh, Uh, love it love it can we we, is this an appropriate time to bring a mini segment a mini episode of Crossing Swords 
sex education an episode agony arm. an episode yes we you know we're big fans of the this agony arm podception podception baby podception let's help some mofos yes i mean i mean they're not stories in terms of people just asking for help they're just people telling us i know but i can tell them why they went wrong okay fair enough well i'd like to see one. <laughs> well i suppose this could be for the person that made the mistake uh, so one uh, lovely lady uh, wrote in and said... Uh, oh, you don't know that she's lovely. I'm, I'm just being nice. That's right? just speculative. It's not very no, factual. Y- you can insult her if you like, but nice. I, I don't you know her from Adam. So. Exactly. So you don't know that she's lovely. I assume everyone is lovely. You you just overcompensate and you started off by talking about how women should be respected and now you're talking about... That, she's, know, lovely. that she's lovely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I bet you treat your, I bet you treat your fiancé like shit. <laughs> She just gets out of line a lot, to be honest. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, she she won't be she won't make she won't be not making sandwiches in the future, will she? It's when she comes home with lemon meringue pie, and I asked for apple. That's when I get angry. <laughs> don't she don't hear no good? No, I mean t- to be honest with you, I had to start taking the rings off my hands because it was making my hands sore. Um, but no, no, no. I <laughs> In case any of my fiancé's family happen to listen to this, because I know they've listened to the odd episode, I absolutely do not beat my fiancé. If anything, it would be the other way around. Yeah, beating suggests that she didn't deserve it. <laughs> you you teach her. I educate her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, sorry. She's just such a slow learner. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so this lovely lady wrote in and uh, said, one time a guy was going down on me. And when he came up, looked me directly in the eye and said, while doing the gesture, doing this gesture, compliments to the chef. <laughs> now, we've discussed, we discussed earlier that there is an element of humour in sex. Um, I think if you have to create it, it's not. You know, <clears throat> you have to find the funny in what happened afterward. You can't make jokes mid-sex. No, it makes it very awkward, doesn't it? Yeah, you can't just start doing a stand-up routine. It's really, really awkward. Really awkward. It can, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, just don't do it. No, don't no. Do it. If you want to compliment someone's vagina... <laughs> do not say compliments to the chef. <laughs> or wait, do a gesture. Wait till afterwards, and just, you know... Just say like, you have a good fantastic fanny. vagina. Yeah, good fanning. Well done. I mean, I, f- I feel like fanning's quite demigrating to a vagina. High five, and you can do like a little post-match team talk. Uh, the next one is another one about uh, another lovely lady receiving fellatio. Uh, this guy went down on me one time, and I was super sleepy, so I fell asleep and f- <laughs> oh. farted in his face, and he jerked back and screamed, Oh my God, I felt the wind. <laughs> I got. I've got to say, um, it's never fun when farting makes its way into the bedroom, and it, it like it's a human function. We don't have any control over it, so it does happen. Yeah. But like, fuck, what a mood kill! Unless that's your thing. Well, what I'm, would you do in that situation? Did you know that's a? You? Did you know that's a kink? Well, of course it is. There's, every, there's yeah, a kink yeah, for right. everything. I mean, I, I was genuinely shocked when someone told me that they made money by. They like, made money ev- by doing every that. now and then. Like someone would request that they, you know. Like video themselves farting. And I have nothing but weird. respect for but some uh, escorts out there. Yeah, sex workers because the shit they have to do, bless them. Literally, sometimes. <laughs> right, another one. Uh, this one is from a gentleman. Uh, oh, oh, I see. How how anti how anti manly who? Lovely lady, lovely lady. Just a gentleman. 
how would you like me to describe these people? Well, you've got to be consistent. That's what I want. I want consistency. I don't give a shit how you describe them, but at least be consistent. I said lovely lady and then gentleman. What's what's not consistent? Lovely gentleman. Lovely Why gentleman. is he not lovely? Fuck off. Uh, right, so this dickhead said, <laughs> one time I got, got drunk with a girl I was dating at the time and she said, hurt me. Right, sorry about that, guys. We had some brief technical yeah, issues, but we're back now. Um, you know, we kept trying to put a dick in the machine. <laughs> and also, Jake just, just kept really trying to show me his. Yeah, I was Again. just showing him how to grope properly. Well, uh, no, real honest, talk, there's no way, to, there's no right way to grope. Don't grope. No, there's never a good way to grope, especially. And I'm, do you know what? I'm going to name shame Alex. No, you fucking do name shame. First of all, he doesn't listen to it. <laughs> like, I literally name-checked him a couple of times in the pod, oh, and, yeah, he's, no and he's no idea, right? Alex, so Alex loves groping me. I accept that. I'm going to look at me. He Go on YouTube and look at me. He zeroed in on you, hasn't he? But what happens is, we so we went on holiday a couple of times, mm. and he just spent the week groping me. <laughs> and Ash... The football correspondent for Crossing Swords yep. does nothing but encourage it. <laughs> of course he does, because it means it's not happening to him. And one time, I swear to God, this is my this is one of my favourite stories regarding the groping. One time, he was actually groping Ash, the football <laughs> correspondent, who was saying, "No, you need to stop. No, get off me. No, no, no." And this was this went on for about two hours. We were at the um, we were at the NFL. We came out, and, and Alex is. No, this is one of those where I you did, might like you might think NFL you're there. You guys. Yeah, no, this is a, this is a separate game. Oh wow! Uh, thanks and, for the um, invite. We got out and literally Alex. When defense, was this game, Jake? Oh, I don't know. Ask Ash. He probably Shock remembers him. it more than I do. He was the one getting groped. Shock him. But Alex's literal defense was, "I didn't hear you say no." <laughs> and I was like, "Bro, I lit- all I heard for like I was the whole game. I heard nothing but Ash's protests." And Alex was like, "Well, I didn't hear you say no." So he's it, basically like one sexual act away from being a rapist. I mean, it does sound dangerous, doesn't it? It doesn't sound encouraging. It's not encouraging, and I've lived with it. <laughs> but um, that aside, we're back on the agony, aren't Yes, right. So I think the last one... The, yeah, this was the last one we were on. A uh, listener wrote in, one time I got drunk with a girl I was dating, and at the time she said, hurt me, and instead of like slapping or spanging her, I just pinched her really hard. <laughs> So like, where do you think he went wrong there? Well, I think I think he did well to even make it physical because imagine if he just zeroed in on her insecurities and she's gone to town. You have the worst eyebrows. I mean, she's like, hurt me. And she's like, your dad never loved you. <laughs> Rubber well, bang. This is like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Just really right in there. Yeah. Um, no, that's a fair point. It's definitely better than... I think, yes, yeah, it's, it's modern improvements. I think generally when you're in uh, the mood, so to speak, the zone. Stop yeah. me if any of my phrasing is a bit uh, no, no, you phrasing. But listen, when you're in the zone, yep. generally you know it. If you don't know that you're in the zone <laughs> and yeah, therefore respond fair, appropriately, I can't help you. I can't help you get in the zone. I just, I don't, I mean, clearly I feel sorry for the poor guy because obviously it's not something he's used to, I'm assuming, because, I mean, no, not, he's clearly very van- uh, vanilla. In yes. his sex life, he's clearly not really done this often. You into a bit of uh, like joking and well, you know, listen, I know the terms. Or do you like to emotionally abuse your? I know that I pretty much go in for the insecurity yeah, and I straight that's in. Fair. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, I, I just I think I feel a little bit sorry for the guy. I've, I've yeah, massively. I want to know if they still 
did it or whether she was just like, nah, I man. don't know. He, he didn't go into any more detail. It was just... Um, just wanted to share an embarrassing sex story. Yeah, just to share an embarrassing sex story. Much like our next, next listener. Uh, Lovely. Do you know what? I'm just not going to describe them. I'm going to say she oh, wrote... I don't know if you put you off. Oh, no, no. You have, to be honest with you. Oh, I've, I've tried to be nice. To, I've, I've ruined it. You have ruined it. Um, I was trying to be nice to our listeners for once, but do you know what? Fuck them. They're all dead to me. Uh, this, I still love you. Uh, she, yeah. She wrote, once I was having sex in the kitchen, I was flipping tortillas and he was doing his thing. I mean... Stra- right, don't multitask like that. Straight off the bat, I just think that's a weird situation. I'll tell you now, I love food and I love sex. I'm not interrupting my woman when she's making something with tortillas. Do you know this what I mean? Is, this is the thing, right? So someone's, someone asked me before, you know, you into that whole like uh, food thing, that eating off each other and all that kind of stuff. I'll tell you now... I love food and I love sex, therefore I take them both too seriously to ever mix them. They yeah, deserve I'd their own time and effort. I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, this will sound like a braggy thing. I've done some stuff, but I've never. one thing I've never been particularly interested in is um, introducing food to the bedroom particularly. No, um, we, we take um, food too I, I seriously. Have, I have licked cream off of a woman, but that's about it. But that w- we weren't having sex, so... We just randomly... Did a woman just like spill an ice cream no, in his high was, street and uh, just ran up to her and A mutual friend of ours, and it was a rare occasion. My parents had gone on holiday, and uh, I hated having people over the house because um, I'm quite a considerate person. And we had neighbours with young children at the time, so I always get really anxious if I'm having people over. How noisy they're being! Oh, the noise um, thing! I thought you were going to say like you have like a glass wall between the houses, and you're like, yeah, we don't just want to fuck. <laughs> no, and. Um, it was weird. Uh, one of our mutual friends came over, and she came over first out of everyone. And looking, look, as first, t- bro. This is turning into an orgy. One minute ago, you were really considerate about everyone. Now you've got a group of people coming over. <laughs> but she came over, and she came with um, uh, whipped cream. I'm and, bro, the uh, signals there. Well, this is the thing. This is how. Um, stupid i am I, I didn't really i mean i did lick it off of her boobs but i did i didn't um because the thing is because i knew she was interested in other blokes i just saw it as she was she'd had a couple of drinks she was having a laugh and you well, know she's lick cream with her boobs but yeah the whole point of that story that's the only time i've ever had uh food involved in the bedroom i just i just like to just take food too seriously i don't want to be fucking around with the intersex i don't want to be like <laughs> food time is not fun time food time <laughs> is serious time i would far rather have sex and then have food or food. Yeah, I think sex and then food rather food than sex. Well, I can make you a bit bloated. It can be a bit... Yeah, and normally after I've had a, a big meal, I want to have a sleep. Do you know what I mean? I'm not interested in... Uh, yeah, me too. Well, much like our mutual friend here who's farting in people's faces. Right, so that story's not even um, over the one I was just saying. So this woman's being done whilst making tortillas or flipping tortillas, apparently. Uh, she ended up banging her head on the stove vent and started bleeding down her face everywhere. But she didn't burn her tortillas. Respect. Respect the tortilla game. She, she kept the tortillas tight. Tortilla game is strong. <laughs> Mad respect. Yeah. She just shut up in my book. Yeah. I mean, I think, to be honest, if we got to the point where your partner's bleeding profusely from her face, I think we've we've probably gone too far. I know, but is there any part of him you think that looks at that and thinks, yeah, boy, I did that. I fucked <clears> her so hard. She bled. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Hashtag brag. Do you know what? It's really difficult when we're going to end up uh, on the fucking Me Too movement. We are when you do a 
a pod about sex, suddenly all the phrases you would normally use hypersexual, hypersexual, and I'm not like saying that like the way I said it in terms of saying she bled. I didn't. It was meant more innocently. <laughs> well, I think the fact she's whacked her head probably suggests where the bleeding's coming from. I know, but it's just it's just oh, the way no, it I sounds. The, yeah, it? the phrasing. Um, phrasing. Right. So the next one. Um, this is from a gentleman called, and he said he's happy for his name to be said, Willard. So, hello, Willard. Uh, after three a dates... big crossing swords welcome. Three oh. dates. Now, let me ask you this before we jump into it. Yeah. Do you believe in the three-date rule? Uh, no. I, I think um, I, I've been asked that by a, a lady I dated once. I think you and I are both in the same camp on this, aren't we? And I just sort of said to her, because um, she asked me, and I said, uh, for me, it's about when the two people are comfortable. If you're ready when you're dates, ready. 10 dates, one date, however many, it doesn't really matter to me. It's when you feel comfortable enough with one another to, to have sex. So for some people, yeah. that's the night they meet. For some people, that's a few dates down the line. I think it's Some just people, a, it's, it's months, years. I think it feels like a nice round number because normally when you have a date with a girl, they're spaced out. They're not going to be like three days in a row. Well, I think know, the idea is the first time. date, there's a bit of awkwardness. You don't know each other. You don't know each other's rhythms or anything. Yeah. So you're really just... Seeing if you're a match, but not you can't really see if you're a match. You can just no. see if you're not a match. Second date, you can get to know each other a bit more. You're a bit more relaxed in each other's company. And then by the third date, you know whether, Roughly, whether it's going to... you're gonna... interested or not. Um, so, yeah. So, this gentleman went... Oh, damn it. I said gentleman. Uh, after three dates, uh, went back to a lovely accountant's house. We got into bed. She insisted... Can I just... Why is that job relevant? I don't, I don't know. It's just what he put. I just... And she was, like, crunching the numbers while she did it. No, but like the story is a little bit weird. So, yeah, sorry. She insisted I do her doggy style while she watched the BBC Pride and Prejudice. In the morning, I went to get breakfast, and her teenage daughter was in the kitchen, and she said to me, "She must like you." I heard episode six playing. Wow. So let's unpack that for a second. Not only does this woman have a very specific way she likes to have sex, it's doggy style, whilst also watching. Yeah, the fact and that, prejudice. that this happens enough that the kid knows. Exactly. that That's the part I would be like, all right, but I'm never seeing this woman again. I don't know. I mean, I, I got sex. Yeah, and, I, I and, just, and breakfast. The problem is, in those situations, you do wonder how many men have passed through Euston. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit, but it doesn't. I'm not that bothered about that. <clears throat> no, that's fair. Different differences. I think that would bother me, to be honest. Although, I suppose... If you've already had sex, you sort of a bit like, no. Well, you're one of the many now. (laughs) One of the many. Um, Right, so the next one. Uh, This person didn't want their name to be said. Uh, It was her, and this is a a man, I'm assuming. It was her first time ever, and my first time in like three years having sex. After she came, it was awkward for us both. I still don't know why or how I did this, but I pressed my index finger against her clit and said, Ding dong. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird compulsion. It's a weird urge. Yeah, I've, I've, I know we all do awkward things. Do you know what it is as well? Sometimes, like in that, in that, um, because sex is a very vulnerable thing between yeah. two people, and you're afterwards. If there is any kind of awkwardness, there's this real energy, mm. this this awkward tension. And that energy just needs to come out, and it does come out in some odd ways. And for this man, it was uh, using a clip like a doorbell. And I know, I know a few people who have, who have like usually it comes out where 
I've got all this energy. I need to do something. I need to say something. And they'll, you know, then just start small talk. Mm. And you think, bro, you've literally just been physically entwined with each other <clears throat> in the most vulnerable way you could be with another human being. Now is not the time to discuss what the local bus routes are like. <laughs> yeah, but then I remember hearing a, a story um, of a person we knew that they were having sex with their partner and the partner asked them what they wanted to do the next day. Yeah. Do you remember that? I remember like, that. Did you want to go bowling, I think, was the, yeah, I remember um, that. Was the question. And I remember just thinking, if that happened to me... I feel like I wasn't doing I'd enough. I feel like I wasn't... devastated, honestly. Dick game week, bro. Step it up. I think that's or, all. Or <coughs> she just really loves bowling. I, I just don't want to put I suppose there's down. balls involved in sex, so I suppose there's a connection there. I mean, if your balls look anything like He's throwing like them a, down her alley. I mean, no, no, it's, it's not. If your not. balls look anything like a bowling ball, you've got problems. <sighs> Why are they so purple? And heavy. Why have they got three holes in each? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, right. <laughs> right, so this one's from another listener. Again, they've not um, given their name. When I was in secondary school, my ex and I were having sex doggy style. We were going at it pretty hard and he slipped out and accidentally rammed his penis into my arsehole. Having never done anal, the pain of a rock hard penis getting unceremoniously stuffed into my rectum was absolutely blinding. I screamed a little, made him stop because I was convinced I was hemorrhaging from my from him ripping my sphincter wide open, then attempted to walk to the bathroom still naked. I passed out in the hallway but Whoa. naked, where I awoke moments later to my ex standing over me, also naked, asking what the fuck I was doing. Thank God his parents didn't find me like that. Needless to say, we didn't last particularly long. Ever had that uh, happen to you, Jay? No, I have you ever had a man unceremoniously rip open your sphincter, or have you ever unceremoniously ripped open a woman's? There's usually a ceremony, or a man. I don't know what you're usually like. You know. We bring out all the nations with their flags and we make a whole thing of it. <laughs> <laughs> so you do it ceremoniously. Yeah, very ceremonious. Yeah, there's usually there's a candles ceremony. involved, there's a sword, I there's knighting. I always find this old when people talk about this. involved somehow. She's into what she's into. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you can't... We, look, the one thing I'll say is we don't kink shame on this podcast. I think that's one thing we don't actually do. I don't think we have ever kink shamed anyone. Definitely not the Queen. I don't know, I kind of kink-shamed the fart thing earlier, and I don't, I don't feel good about it. Which head would be off, do you know what I mean? I don't know what she's going to go for. Oh my God, I hope she not bring the sword. Yeah, that would be a bit weird. Mm. Off with his head, which one? I just Although I imagine getting knighted while she's, like, bouncing up on you. <laughs> do you reckon her... No, we can't do it, mate. There's, there's, in my head, there's a small hope that one day this podcast gets big, we get famous, and we get knighted, and I feel like if we go there with the queen... Oh, I'd love... I would love... A strong right, chance. You're there... Getting knighted, and you She's just like, you just look up to the queen, and you're like, "This isn't how I pictured it." No. <laughs> how did you picture it? Well, <laughs> <sighs> no, I, but I don't get this idea that that people like, oh yeah, no, you you're going at it, it slips out, and then it goes in. I've never, but like at most, it kind of it rubs it down and against, mm. but it never actually penetrates. I don't know how. I guess you've got to have quite an open asshole, <laughs> or be very, or have a very hard penis. I guess. Oh, I still think it's the asshole thing. I can think it's. I know mine is very closed. 
That's what you wanted to know, right? That's not what I've heard. Um, well, look, I've seen your bum hole, so I figured you might as well hear about mine. <laughs> you, you have actually seen my bum hole. That I have seen it. That is a fact. It was a good night. We also, it was a group thing. You do a lot of things group-wise, <laughs> I'm noticing. Caring, sh- sharing's caring, sorry. Caring, sharing. So you live by. Yeah, absolutely. No, I've always been liberal with my love, and apparently with my asshole. It was very liberal. I think yeah. a lot of people saw it that night. Very fluffy too. It was. There was fluff. There was fluff. It was a bit. That was cool, you know, New Year's Eve, if I remember correctly. New Year's Eve, about half a bottle of vodka in. Uh, that was full bottle of vodka in. Yeah, you were very drunk. Yeah, very, very, very I was drunk. very drunk. I don't remember how. I do, just about remember how I got home. You and Alex abandoned me. Fuck it. I mean, you only live around the corner anyway. It was still far too far to walk. Bottle of vodka in. Yeah, I mean, I think at, this, at the point where I've seen your bum hole, I'm not mad bothered about much else for the night. I don't today. care. That's fair. I peaked. Right, well, that's pretty much all of the... Uh, all the listeners. All the listeners writing in that I've got. Um, so, should we move on to... Should we end the Agony Aunts yeah, and move it, on to our own? Yeah, I think that's best. So, uh, to all of our listeners out there, if you ever have any issues with sex, life, love, whatever it may be... You can find us at, it'll be at the bottom of the screen, either now or at the end of the episode. That's beautifully done. Very poetic. And not I'm what I'd expect in an episode where we've talked about, you know, we've just spent the last five minutes talking about your bum hole. <laughs> and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to hear. Yeah, I mean, I'm all about the love. All about the love. Yeah. I just like helping people. all about the love. And photography. Right, so um, I suppose... Oh, Sort of nervous about telling some of these stories. Do you want I'm me honest. to go? Would it ease your thing if I went first with one? I think it probably would. Okay, fair. well, let me start with the one that is a, is a sex story. So you have to. There's a few things of context for this, <coughs> as any good sex story requires, right? One, I'm short. Yeah. Right. So how? No matter how far you walk, I'm walking twice as far. Just remember that. Okay. <laughs> Heights. Everything's twice as tall for me. So there was a day. It snowed, and we I went out. We went out well. in the snow. We went out. We well. played. We went to the park. It was a we wonderful like, day. I think we went to like two parks, and we went to you know car parks. We had a very poor childhood. No, it was if mostly I remember just correctly, you came later than um, everyone else. Ironically, I came right <laughs> on time. Um, but yeah, I came later than I wanted. I know that, and that will come back in the story. So, right. Anyway, it's a beautiful so, snow day. We've all had a lovely day. And I went home with a girl. Yep. A woman. Like, you know, a girl makes it sound dodgy. With yeah. a woman. I went home with a woman. A lady you were dating at the time. A lady I was dating at the time. Actually, I don't think we were dating at the time. I don't think that matters, though. I don't think that's relevant to the story. But we had dated. Well, I suppose there it was helps history. to tell them you didn't just run into a random woman on the way home. There's history. Yeah. So we went home. We walked all the way through the snow. And, like, to me, that's, you know, this is like, my God, it's like a fucking Arctic experience exploration here i've you know it, I've really, to be fair it was we've, it was it, thick snow in my lifetime i can only really remember three really bad snow periods in this country and that was genuinely one of them there was a good few inches of and i will snow. go by the way in terms for for the sake of this pod i'll go full revelation on this and i will show just how bad a light i come off in in this so we went home mm. one thing leads to another as it often does yep we start having sex. God and damn. it's been a long, long day. Now, I remember that as well, because I remember actually I, I thought I had a, I thought I had a condom 
in like the bedroom drawer okay. and I didn't I, ha- I had to go down to my wallet and I practically ran down the stairs and up the stairs honestly I've never moved were, so fast in my hard life at this point so you're rocking a boner in the house are you, I'm just are sprinting home? sprinting yeah probably yeah in fact, they, I know that I know at least one of them was because they, they feature later in the story, which doesn't bode well for this point in the story. Wow. It sounds dodgy. I'll get there. So anyway, dad rocks in. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> oh, I know you, dad. <laughs> we're, um, we're, anyway, we, have, we start having sex. What, you and your dad? Yeah, me and my dad. She's watching. She's really annoyed because she thought she was going to have sex. She was fuming. Um, so no, sorry, you're having sex. You're having sex, and after the, the basically, my I can't remember where it was now, but I started getting cramp. Yeah, and anyone who's ever had cramp, it's fucking horrible. Oh, it comes on like that, and it's like mm. bang, and it's like oh, and so I sort of I stopped for a little bit. But I'm having sex. I'm not going to finish having sex, right? So I was like, look, at this point, I can't remember what we must have been missionary. I honestly don't remember. Yeah. yeah. I was like, look, you need to go on top because I don't, I don't have the power to carry on. Like, uh, my leg's gone. I tried. I tried. <laughs> I tried so hard. I was like, my leg's gone. Yeah. So you've got to go on top. So he climbs on top and it's just, it's not working. Like, I'm just not, not getting any it. closer to. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, right, okay. The only way this is going to happen is if I really go for it. Okay. That means pushing through the pain. So we swapped up again and I went for it. And I have never wanted to come so much in my life. And I'm honestly, I'm not thinking, oh my God, I'm having sex. I'm just thinking, oh, please I'm come. So please pain. come. Because there's like a normal person would just go, this is a lot of pain. We should call it off. Yeah. But I'm like, no, sex doesn't happen often. I'm, you know, and I was like, what, 17 at the time yeah. or something. So like, if I've started, you know, much like Bamba Gascoigne, you know, you know, once uh, Bamba Gascoigne, like Mastermind, I've started, so I'll finish. Like, <laughs> this is going to the end. There's no other way for it. Yeah. I don't care if we start, like, if the Russians invade and start dropping bombs, I will finish what we started. <laughs> anyway, did. Eventually, was very pleased, was very relieved. And not necessarily because of that. Oh, this is so bad. Oh, I don't want to fucking tell people. But it is the full story. Oh, Have I heard say. this bit before? Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, don't know. So anyway, so... Because up to this point, I've heard... All of this. I'm oh just my not, god! I'm not sure about the next it just makes it, me in Brian. such a bad light. It makes like, me look like me, such, my stories aren't gonna. Oh, it just makes me look like such a cunt. And I, reg- I just want to know. I regret what happened next. I regret it. Okay, if I could go back and do it again, yeah. I would do it differently. And if if the person in question is listening, I I would do it differently. So <laughs> after that, it was time she had to go home, <laughs> <laughs> and it was really snowy. And I was asked. So yeah, it's difficult to go. I was asked, but I, I was like, are you going to walk her home? And I was like, honestly, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and oh, my God. So, like, my dad took her home. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, do you know what? It makes you look bad, but makes your dad look good. Yeah, which is, you know, it's a rarity, right? It's got to happen. Oh, uh, that's a like, nice bloke. Oh, honestly, though, it was so, and I, I regret it so much, but I was basically just like, it was honestly, it wasn't this blunt at the time, but it was almost like, are you going to walk, you know, you're, you're not my girlfriend, but, you know, are you going to walk your girlfriend? I was like, no, it's snow now. <laughs> I don't want it. Why? If I've got, if we take you, a, look, frankly, if I take a home, right, we both go there, but then I've got to come back. 
Like, no, no, no. She can... Honestly, it was not no, good. frankly, you gave her the gift of your penis. And I pushed through the pain for that. Yeah. I worked hard for that. That is the most hard-fought ejaculation I've ever had in my life. That is the, that is the hardest-fought orgasm. I knew that was some unattractive people. Yeah, so. that, that was my hard-fought one quite easy. <laughs> no, I don't think you're as bad coming out. I mean, it's not great. Don't get me it's wrong. It's not good. It's not great. Um, I'm so sorry. If it, honestly, if, if that person is listening, I'm so sorry. As you should be. Um, right. Um, I've named this story... It, it's quite, It's one that's been used quite a few times over the years as like an icebreaker uh, when our group of friends met. Yeah, a little awkward when you do it at work, dude. <laughs> I remember once we went out for a friend's um, oh, engagement party. And she just came up and was like, oh. And there was a couple of new girls we'd obviously never met them before. And uh, I think me, you and our good friend and football correspondent Ash were getting on well with... I can't, I can't remember if it was one or two girls that were that had, we just met that night, and uh, I think she went to go get a drink or something, and uh, and this shows how often this story has come up in our group. So I'm not as uncomfortable with it, um, although I am now because I've never. No, I love that the dynamic the of our our little friendship circle is so open with this stuff, and it comes yeah, up yeah. all the time. And it's always it's it's used in a humorous way, and so it makes you really comfortable with your own past. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Although no one knows uh, that everyone knows the cramp story. No one knows the fact that I left her afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and I remember saying to uh, Ash, like, please don't tell her the story. Just one person can they not know. What this happened? story. So basically, I was a uh, a young man, and I was a virgin at the time, I believe. I think I can't. It was with the. Oh, no, I don't want to give away. Um, I so, think you were at the time, yeah. Yeah, and if this is the story, I think yeah, it is. there was a lady I was dating at the time, and um, we went round a friend's house, and this part of the story, sadly, I find more embarrassing than what what comes next. But um, I had a plan in my head to get her alone in the bedroom upstairs. What I found really awkward about and, the plan um, was when you brought us around and brought the blueprint blueprints out and you had the whiteboard flipped over. <laughs> I like to have a plan. And um, so my plan this time was quite simple. This this all play hide and seek. <laughs> and um, so I, uh, I, <laughs> she was uh, seeking... And um, what did she find, baby? She found me on a bed. <laughs> That's where I hid. Um, um, we hid on the bed, or I hid on the bed, and she found me. And uh, I just like encouraged her to get on the bed with me. And we we were dating at the time, and we, you know, we, one thing's leading to another. And I can tell it's oh, I, I think I even said to her like, "Do you wanna? Would you like to engage my lady?" Yeah, I, I, I thought I liked. I, even back then, and this was before the time of Me Too, I tried to be considerate in the sense of like making sure, right, she's with What I like about that sentence um, is that it does it does kind of suggest that before Me Too, fuck them, they're only women. <laughs> After Me Too, I should care a little. Well, no, but I what I'm saying is, but I did before anyway. of uh, the bandwagon that's going on at the moment, I was always on the side of women. I mean, I want, I like, um, I really want to say that I am too, but that last story does not help. Like, if that's no, all does. someone hears about me, they're not going to think I'm very me too. Um, so, yeah, so she, she agrees. She's like, yeah, I'm down. So um, I'm, like, proper excited at this point, and I run downstairs because I realise I've left my wallet downstairs. It has me, um, 
my condom in and uh, two of my two of our mutual friends were downstairs because it was his house. And wondering um, why they haven't been sought yet. <laughs> well, they assumed something had been going on, and when I, I they saw me pull out the condom. Like oh shit, because they know. <laughs> like, are we are we playing the wrong game? Um, and so I go upstairs, and uh, one one love thing's it. leading to another, and um, me and the young lady in question were both uh, performing uh, sex acts on one another simultaneously. I guess is the way to put it. And um, I got excited, and uh, I ejaculated uh, earlier than I intended. Um, and so I panicked and I said I'll just be a second and I ran downstairs and I went in the bathroom sort of cleaned myself up but I then spent a good well I'd like to say it was only five minutes but I don't know how long it was but I was trying to uh, get my boy going again if you know what I mean get get back in the game yeah yeah I didn't want to go up there limp Um, and I just I just couldn't just couldn't and I felt so embarrassed, and um, I must have been 17 at the time, I guess. And uh, I think this was the closest I'd ever come to having sex, and I was just so embarrassed about it. And um, I like, went upstairs, and I told her, uh, oh, yeah, we've got to leave. Uh, so-and-so's parents are go- uh, coming home. And she was like, oh, shit, okay. So she, we sorted ourselves out. We came downstairs, and I told uh, our friend that we were leaving, um, and just sort of like signal, like don't say anything. And then this uh, this doesn't paint me very well. We walked round to a bus stop nearby, and I put her on the bus and walked away. <laughs> yeah, but and what I, happened next? Yeah. what happened next? I then called uh, my uh, my friend whose house I'd just been in, and uh, I just said. I want to kill myself. And you'd like to think in that moment, any good friend would show a level of sympathy or um, care about what was going on. But all I got, the first thing they did when I said that was both him and his girlfriend started wetting themselves. Because they were able to put two and two together. They didn't Um, know what had happened. But they knew you'd gone off to do something sexual and then left early. (laughs) And so there was obviously something They made me tell them why I was Fucking right, I would have. And um, yeah, and it just it became a story that I've had. So yeah, I came early, uh, couldn't get it hard again, and then ran away basically. But I think what um, I, what really worked in your favour is that we all addressed that really quickly. And I know that sounds really cruel, but what it meant was it didn't linger and become a thing in your mind. No, 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 it didn't. Um, I've, I've, to be honest, I've, I think um, you have to normalise things like this and I think one yeah. thing I've been quite lucky with uh with my partner at the moment I don't think she'd be uncomfortable with me saying this we're very open talking to one another about sex and one thing I've learned from doing that is it takes all the pressure out of it altogether and it's one thing I'm oddly grateful for to our group of friends was that despite the fact at times it was embarrassing or awkward and it, it made got, life a lot easier not being hung up on and whenever it got too in the early days, whenever it got too raw or too close to home, mm. it stopped. Yeah, it you did. Know, it Normally never we went could on. Tell, we, I don't think we've ever had any real outbursts from anyone, but you could always tell. All anyone ever, if, if we can't pick up on it, all anyone ever has to says is, I don't enough. like that. Yeah. And it's like, we know that's not banter. That's that's you saying you don't like it. I say, you telling about the, you know, sort of checking, you know, okay, are we going to do this kind of thing? Makes me think of one of mine when I invited where a girl came around and it was very much like okay we're gonna have sex mm. and it was like which and i 
I remember I must have said it about five times, almost to the point of killing the mood, where I was saying, like, are you sure this is, like, are you sure this is just a casual, like, you're not, there's nothing coming out of this, you're not yeah. expecting a, and she was like, no, honestly, just want sex. And I was like, okay, great, but seriously, yeah. like, you want, <laughs> you know, and you, you know, you actually want to have sex. You know, it's not like a, a different thing that we're expecting. And she was like, yeah, no, I want, and I was like, and there's not going to be anything, and I'm, I, honestly, I must have gone back, because I wanted to be so sure about it. <laughs> and I remember that we were going to a party that night, much where probably other of your stories take place. But we were going to a party that night and I'd, a friend was coming around. We were going to go around together and he got there and I was halfway through banging this chip, which is the most manly sentence I can <clears> say, <throat> by the way. I don't get to say that often, so fuck yeah, I'm taking it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was halfway through, we were halfway through having sex and I just made him wait outside. <laughs> to be honest, I don't think that's necessarily a... Like, I, I would if I was having sex Could have given him the heads up that I was about to have sex. I mean, we both knew when we agreed... <laughs> That it was probably going to happen. Yeah, and like I said, when she got there, we really made I really made sure. But we both knew beforehand. I could have easily given a heads up and be like, "Mate, just so you know, yeah, we're about to have, we're going to have sex, so maybe give it." But then I'll maybe, text you maybe when I'm you done. didn't assume it was going to last that long. Certain things got in the way. Who knows? You know, I'm, I'm just trying to be honestly. To you. It was um, yeah. I just remember, but, <clears> but I remember really, really asking again and again. See the that that day you're talking about is actually the day I um, lost my virginity. Um, and that's not the story you were thinking of. It's just a, no. It's just a story. Yeah. I said no. That wasn't um, the one I was thinking of at all. No, but it's just um, a. But no. Moment. Speaking of um, that story, I um, I put in my notes to remind me what story it is. I called it Dinner for One. <laughs> it's a great title. Um, so me and a uh, a I, young lady friend. Yeah, I, d- I don't even think we were dating at the time. Um, no, but you had a real on-off. Yeah, we had an on-again rom- romantic again thing. history and. Uh, the funny thing is, we've never actually um, had sex. No, um, we've come close a few times, but this story is me probably, too. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, I think it's more of a case of. Yeah, I mean, you make me feel good about myself. Um, no, no, absolutely. And no, look, she's not a um, unattractive lady. She's got good taste. So we can say absolutely. Look at these us. two. Look at us. Um, so yeah, we were at this party, and um, it's all two parts to it, I guess. There's one where um, we, we've been drinking a lot. Like, I think that's I fair don't know to the say. part I heard, um, yeah, but there's a bit before that where, uh, and it involves <laughs> it involves Alex. Um, yeah, again, doesn't matter. He's not we, listening. We were in this friend's house at, at a party, and there was like the living room was there, and then there was like a um, sort of a corridor that led to a bathroom, and then to the garden if i remember correctly and in that corridor there was just a random i think that's what people really tune in for the architectural <laughs> breakdown of our like stories no, but it, it, it makes sense because as i tell what happened and uh, she sat on my lap and we just started falling around and stuff started happening and we were so drunk we just didn't pay attention to the fact there was anyone else around and i started doing stuff to her and uh, she was and she was facing away from me so she's facing outwards to anyone in front of us can see what's going on and i just glance to my right this is roughly where you are and i see don't a- make me a part of this and i see alex just sat on a sofa and he's just <laughs> glaring at me like what the fuck and I'll, I'll never forget the look in his eyes he was like what is happening <laughs> but in the end I've, that then put me off so we went and uh, looked for a bit of privacy so we ended up in yeah so um, you say so you think we we ended up in the dining room uh, in this person's house. And bear in mind... Her one parents of, are home. Her parents are home, so they're upstairs. Uh, this is the person who's party. And um, we went in the dining room 
and uh, one thing again is leading to another and uh, it was very clear that we were planning to have sex and so I lifted her up onto the table laid her back and uh, did what any good man would do and serviced the lady I was planning to <laughs> you said bon appetit compliments to the compliments chef compliments to the chef and I um, went down on her and uh, she, she uh, to this day to be honest with you because of how drunk I was I don't know how good a job I was doing but she was being so noisy that uh, one of our friends that was in the other room came in and thought a horse was being tranquilised <laughs> She she sounded like a demented demon. Honestly, like, uh, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> that's not that's not far off from what it actually um, sounded like. And it, she was so loud and guttural that they thought it was me. Yeah. And uh, so at this point of the proceedings, I've pulled my trousers down and I've got a condom out and I'm getting myself ready to just do the deed. And uh, I'm still. Uh, performing and our friend, mutual friend opens the door to the dining room um, and she says she had her eyes closed and I'm glad she did because the sight would have been fantastic because we just positioned ourselves that you walked into the room and we were there and uh, oh we all heard where you were no doubt <laughs> and she just went can you guys keep it down <laughs> and so I was like shit I don't know if we and yeah no it was, it was too awkward to we, carry on yeah, yeah I was like I can't and um it was just as well we did because we like put our clothes back on and sorted ourselves out. And as I walked out of the dining room, the girl whose house it was, her mum was coming down the stairs. So literally within about 30 seconds, she would have walked in. And, and they never us. ate off that table again. <laughs> and then I remember getting texts from, from the lady that happened with uh, and two mutual friends had all had to eat breakfast the next morning at that table. Um, and they said it was just so awkward because they were just all looking at each other like knowing... Holding their bowls above the table. I don't want to touch it. to touch the table. Can I just say, um, by the way, um, I just wanted to tangent off because looking, talking about them parties that were used to them, house mm. parties that were butched, they were, like, they were good fun, yeah. but fuck, they were loser parties. Like, no effect. And I say that as someone there who frequent them, like, fuck, they were loser parties. But I just want to give an honourable mention because one of our friends was um, getting hot and heavy with a girl at one of these parties. And it's not so much a sexual, but I love it. I always tell it if I can. Mm. Um, and this girl had um, a relative who she's really close with. I mean, like inseparably close and sort of was at the time. And this girl, oh, okay. so they're getting yeah, hot and heavy yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's going really well. And this guy is at the time, he's, he's a virgin. Mm. And, you th- and you think like, you know, it's the goal when you're a teenage boy is to like, I want to experience sex. And I think everyone was rooting for him as well. Big time. He's a really right. nice guy and everyone yeah. really likes him. But to this day, I don't know why he did it. What happened was, because he actually did quite like her. But what happened was this, this person's relative sort of came in when the other person went to get a drink or something like that went yeah, to get yeah. a drink and she was like oh what's happening with you and my relative hey what's I, going if on if I remember correctly she sort of joked and he was like what are your intentions yeah oh what's going on here uh, and he just genuinely turned around and went and sort of shrugged and went oh no I'm just desperate and it was like bro <laughs> why would you say that safe to say she told her relative it never happened no 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 everything the, the thing was killed dead there and then uh, also an honourable mention to yeah, I think I just because I'm just sort of content time. I want to yeah. tell a story that I'm that I always love. So there's I've got one more embarrassing story, I'm but I'm not going to tell that yet. I'll save that to the end. Um, 
much like a good climax. I want to build to it. So this particular story was this, a friend of ours, we, we were out on holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a group of girls, a group of guys. We were getting friendly through the week and there was only a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. And this guy, again, I think he was a virgin at the time. Yeah, he but absolutely we were really, was. We were rooting yeah. for him again. He's a really nice guy. We only hang out with nice guys. It's just right there. Well, I don't know if we, if we put it out there enough. We're a good group of we, we, But he was, really, he was really getting friendly with one of them and we really, really wanted this to happen. And it did amazingly but yeah. what happened was i remember coming down for and you you'd already had it before because you got up yeah, before yeah. me because you're more of a morning morning person i am coming down for breakfast and we both had the same experience just a little bit apart of another friend a roommate who was rooming with this guy going tell him what happened and we were like what and he's like tell him what happened and we were like bro what like did it yeah, yeah. did it happen you, yeah, you got like we were rooting for him we yeah, knew yeah, that absolutely and he was like he was like yeah yeah we had sex and we were like bro you know well done well done man and he was like no Tell them what happened. <laughs> tell them what happened. And he had to, he forced this poor guy to sit there and tell us that what had happened was yeah. after his first time having sex, they, with a girl they finished. He barely knew. Yeah, with a girl he barely knew. He turned around and said, I love you. <laughs> they did not see each I th- other again. I think it was, I love you. You're so beautiful. And for the rest of the holiday. That was it. He'd also, at some point, when just he before me, he slept with her, he'd also said, I love it when she smiles at me. And that didn't yeah, help in terms yeah. of us. Yeah. You know, poking fun. We're not in terms of like we go after things hard until they're no longer yeah. a problem. But honestly, um, that was a that's a great honourable mention, I think. And I remember just saying to him like, "That girl is never going to speak to you again." And she didn't. And she didn't. And I and remember I, looking back, I do. I I sort of wonder whether we because he sort of pulled away from our group of friends after that. Oh, well, he didn't um, enjoy the the, the no, he, no, he, he wasn't comfortable wasn't with okay it. with the constant. And we maybe. stopped. We did stop. Yeah, we did. Because he wasn't okay with it, but it was already, the damage was done. Yeah. Um, also um, on that holiday, um, one of the girl's friends had a boyfriend and one of our <laughs> friends spent the entire time, like one night, just got drunk. He Facebook stalked her, didn't Went he? on Facebook, found this guy's, pro- this this boyfriend's profile and just was, honestly, it was so funny. He's sitting outside going, look at him. What, what has he got? I don't have. <laughs> to be fair, if I remember correctly, the guy was fat and ginger and our mate at the time was yeah, he was a good looking guy. He was a good looking, he a good looking guy. He's still, he's still a good looking guy. He, is, he had a full head of hair, but he had no belly, and you know, just in peak physical form. I think yeah, it would be fair to but, say. Um, he's that's still sexy mention. now. That's an honourable mention. Yeah, and I think again on that holiday there was a really funny moment uh, that I shared with uh, again another mutual friend of um, there was these Scottish girls on the same holiday. I think they remember. Um, yeah, our friend was really interested in sleeping with one of them. And we were outside this nightclub that had these really steep steps going up. Yeah, I remember. And we were sat on these steps and uh, I was, it was sort of, it was, um, I was sat on the edge and her mate was sat on the edge and them two, uh, our mate and the Scottish girl sat in the middle. And he just bluntly, he was pissed as a fart, just went, so is this going to happen? Yeah, no, I loved it. And she just went, do you know what, I'd really like to, but I've not, I've just come on. So I can't. And without missing a beat, he stood up and just went, <laughs> right, see you later then. And just walked off and left me sat there with them. And the thing is, we've got to laugh because it's such a dick move. It's such a dick move. And and she just turned to me and looked at me and went, is he serious? Your like, mate's yeah. a cunt. Yeah, no, And no, I just went, I can't argue, I, with, I can't argue with that right now. So I, I think I should, uh... but the best part was the next day we were at a boat You just still turned around and went, are we going? Oh no, no, you're on, and you left. 
no, we were at this boat party and um, he couldn't remember the night before. And he couldn't and, remember why, uh, why she was frosty with him. I, I was talking to her and her mate and one of our friends and uh, he came over and started trying to chat her up again and she was like, are you being fucking serious? And then I had the joy of telling him what had happened the night before. <laughs> and I think I've reminded him ever since, including... On this pod. On this pod and his wedding day, I think, if I remember correctly. So, yeah. Uh, not to the Scottish woman, just out of no, in case no, no, no. He didn't marry to the Scottish woman. That wasn't a happy ever after. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've got, I've only, I've got one more embarrassing sex story. Yeah, I've got one more. Yeah. So, would you like to go next, or do you want to go last? No, I, I I'll go next. It's not. It's, yeah. it, you know, um, it's one that again, everyone knows about. It's frequently, battered, you know, bantered around with. Mm. Obviously, not everyone. The listeners don't know yet. So. Again, I was a young man. Look, I've matured a lot, so most of these stories are from, like, before I was 20. I was in the bath, having a wank. <laughs> oh, God. There's, you know there's, no really weird count, thing there's no way to say it, really. So I think because we have spoken about them. I've never really said them out loud in this context, like, to record it down. And then release And just one-on-one on one yeah. addressing other people. But okay, here we go, as if I'm broadcasting it to the world. Yeah. Okay, so I'm in the bath, I'm having a wank. I feel myself orgasm i'm like cool but nothing like nothing came out yeah and so i sort of sat up to see what was going on and at that moment it did come out (laughs) i essentially gave myself a facial (laughs) and it got you in the eye it got me it got a little bit in the eye and it's frequently become oh like pink eye and all this and that for a long time that was what we used to call it i don't think you've been called that for a long time to be fair i think i got no i haven't had a wank in a bar for a while (laughs) i'm a shower man now (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it just hits the wall. Then, just hits the it? wall. Yeah, yeah so. when I look down, <laughs> well, I look down at an angle, and I'm like, "Yeah, you got angle it away." You're not yeah, like no, you're no, no. you know, lessons are learned, and that's the key thing here. We become better lovers with every mistake. We do. Um, although my next story is sort of on a, I guess, a similar vein to my last one, um, in terms of me having issues with my uh, close friend downstairs. Can I take this opportunity as well to make two honourable mentions for you? Mm. One one honourable mention and one point of reference. So one is that you have a real history of, um, I mean, you have a real history of turning women gay. That's happened a lot. No, that, that's, that's a misconception. That's yeah, a misconception. Because frankly, Jay, I think that's very anti-LGBTQ+. Because she was gay before. Because she was always gay. She just didn't know. They were always gay. But you are, you are a great gateway into realising one's own sexuality. Them. I seem to attract them. Um, no, but you, you've had a lot of opportunities at sex over the years that you've not taken because you yeah. just didn't know they were opportunities at sex. That or I mean, chickened out. Like, honestly, it's, it's essentially the case of a woman's come to your house, <clears throat> laid down naked on your bed and be like, have your way with me. And you were like, do you want to go and talk? <laughs> not quite to that extreme, no, but, but not far off either. Uh, there was once I went to a, to a girl's house and the thing is she had a boyfriend at the time and she had a bit of a reputation, I guess. And we went up and we were watching the Grinch. It was around Christmas. Super sexy. And Super uh, sexy. she just went, do you want to see my bedroom? And in my head, I'm thinking, oh shit, like it's on. Um, and so we go upstairs, we kiss a little bit, and then she just stands there staring at me. Waiting for you to make the move. But no, but the thing was, I made the move. I, I, I lent in to kiss oh. her and I started, you know, touching. Yeah. And, but she just stood there the whole time. She she kissed back, but in, other than that, her arms were just at her side. And for me, 
that wasn't the signal of no that's I'm not interested. go that's not go no no so I, in the end it got awkward like after a few minutes we literally just stood there staring at each other and so i was like want to go finish watching the film um and we did and then after i left she texted me saying why didn't we have sex and it was like because you stood there because like, you were like a soldier on guard yeah like you just you gave like other than like and everyone I've told that story to since like yeah but she took you to her bedroom was like yeah but she stood there and looked afraid like, yeah, I, it's I, not it's <laughs> not exactly getting you in the mood no, no no like for me I don't like having sex with dead people so yeah you're not Joseph Fritz or you no. know like oh do you know what I really want is if she was less into this yeah do you know really what I mean no but also I they're mean, on the speak, speaking of being less into it I did meet a girl online once that uh, wanted to meet up and she said that if we had sex she wanted me to pretend to rape her. Yeah, I mean that's a that is a yeah. again, you know, we're not kink shaming this no as long no, as you I know beforehand. Down, as way, long as you know beforehand what's going to it. No, but what I said, the honor mention is you and and two friends having potentially sex with two other women and the one of the guys at the time had a partner and he was practically in tears walking away he couldn't because join he him. couldn't participate in this group sex. Yeah. And what made it brilliant was I just like you and this friend were you know, were sort of you know the foreplay was going on, mm. kind of speak. And you just sort of made eye contact, and that was enough to be like, "I'm not doing this." Yeah, I'm not doing this because he had this grin grin on his he face. He did. Well, the thing is, he had a lady on her knees in front of him. That's the only way I can describe it. And I had a lady with her legs open. I think in front you could describe me, it in many ways if you were really me creative. Ready for the act, and I just and I'm, the funny thing was, in the moment, I literally went, "Don't look at him! Don't look at him! Don't look at him! Don't but, look at him!" And then. Our eyes just met for a couple of seconds, but that was enough. I literally just went, oh, no, 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 that's it. And but the thing was, just to, I mean, I'm very conscious of time, um, is the fact that I knew the girl that I was doing stuff with was more interested in the guy that had buggered off because he had a girlfriend and couldn't. So for me, I wasn't really into it anyway. I think the time thing as well, listen, if there's an episode where we're going to go over, it's the sex, if there's an episode where you want to go longer rather than shorter... <laughs> You know, this is this shows how far yeah, you've sex, progressed. You know, longer is better. It shows how far you've come. Yeah. Right. So I'd say my last story. I mean, I have got other like little stories like that, but I think one I don't of the know other if you'd ones, call them little. That's probably not good phrasing. It's nothing little about me. Um, it's not true. <laughs> um, and I called this story "Limp Dick Awkwardness," and it was. Uh, again with a different lady I was dating at the time and it's the thing I dated a lot of girls when I was younger but I just had zero game in terms of oh, there was no conversion taking it to there the was end. no I, conversion the, my, if I was a striker yeah your chances converted my, uh, it would be everything up until finishing would be spot on movement intelligence like but the minute it gets to finishing you know there, there's no score whatsoever um and uh but this was a rare occasion one of the ladies i was dating she uh my parents were away on holiday and she was like i'm coming over tomorrow she was a virgin at the time and she was like i want to have sex i want to lose my virginity with you and i was like all right awesome really casual response love it oh, oh it probably wasn't what my response was it was probably like oh, okay oh no i'll tell you another <laughs> honorable minute while we're here the time that we went out clubbing and a, and a girl pretty much stuck her tongue down my throat and, like, showed a lot of interest. And I really wasn't into her. And I was like, this is awkward because she was getting really, like... I mean, she is, like, a fucking woman on a mission. She yeah. decided that she was going to sleep with me and that was like, that's it. And I was like, okay, for once my dick didn't take over. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get to that point. And we, uh, I sort of like, oh, I want to go. I want to go. I want to leave. And we left. And we, when I was telling you guys on the way home, like, why I was, like, oh, I was just really uncomfortable. Like, it was just heading there. Yeah. And you, and you were, and you drunk. 
You I don't know, I don't remember this. No, you were very drunk. And you turned around and were like, I don't know why she go with you. I would have whined and dined her. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I remember being like, bro, have her. <laughs> like I don't that's not a thing the worst part is that's not the only time I've said that phrase um, in relation to a, a woman sleeping with someone else um, it's not to go to so yeah so the story I was I was Sorry. telling was no it's fine uh, there was a young lady as I said I was dating she came round one thing's leading to another uh, she was very much in the mindset of she was very aware that a lot of other women builds your first time up and she she sort of wanted to just it's a horrible way to say it, just get it over and done with and then start enjoying sex. And uh, so she came over and um, because of the previous aforementioned issue with uh, duration and uh, durability during sexual acts, I invested in some condoms that had uh, numbing <laughs> numbing cream inside. And uh, so... This is like a good magic trick, isn't it? Everyone knows where it's going. And... So me and this girl were doing stuff. She started doing stuff to me. And then I went to do stuff to her. And she was like, no, no, just... She literally just said, just put it in. And I was like, well, like, I I, I tried really not to stand pedantic. Or, like, I was talking down to her. I was just like, well, like, because it's your first time, it's going to be... That's the one thing that gets women really in the room, <laughs> is patronising mansplaining. <laughs> I mansplain. So gets people to go. But I was like, I don't know if I'm just... I don't know if that's going to work, quite frankly. See, here's the um, thing. You start the episode by talking about respecting women, and then your stories <laughs> very much go the other way. Yeah. Uh, and, anyway. And she was like, no, no. I was like, no, no, look, trust me. You're going <laughs> to... She said, trust me, you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> just let, let me... And she was, she was adamant. No, 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 please, just <laughs> put say, it in. You've never and oversold so it since. I put one of these condoms on, and predictably... You know, I'm tr- I'm trying to answer. I guess is the only way to put it. And uh, it was just it it was it was too tight. I couldn't get it in. And uh, because of the numbing cream in the condom, it numbed my cock. And then my cock started going down because it was taking so long to try. And like every time I was about to try and like stimulate her, she was like, "No, no, no, just." And it was just so awkward, and in the end, like my dick went down. And then because it was numb, it, I couldn't, for love nor money, get it hard again. Um, and in the end, I'd say to, like, I, I was honest with her. I said, "Look, because of X, Y, and Z, and the condom, and it's gone down, and like, I ain't like, coming back." I was like, "You can try whatever you like, but it, it ain't gonna do the biz." And uh, so we ended up not having sex. And I think I actually went out with you afterwards the same day and told you the story. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, and I after the appropriate time of laughing. <laughs> to be honest, I, I I don't find that one as embarrassing because I didn't see that one as like my fault. No, what what's what's really the one the takeaway from that is that you mansplained her own vagina to her. <laughs> I mean, she it sounds like she needed it. Well, yeah, because like, and I, I don't think it's like a revelation to say that a woman in her first time, it's it's you, you need all the help you can get. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and. Uh, I think that those we've we've had some good ones today. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. I've, and I, I think I've enjoyed this. To be fair, it's felt awkward. It's felt embarrassing. I, oh, I felt so bad telling some of that. I mean, um, you know, you know which part. The only reason I feel bad, it's not so much for myself. It's in case any of them ever hear any of it. No, fuck that. Mine is just for mine. Mine is just for me. Uh, and I think that tells the difference between me and Jake. Um, I, I do want to end on a very serious note, though. Not we don't have to end, mm. but I want to include in the end in a very serious note. I, we we joked earlier about. Um, 
domestic violence yeah, yeah. and respecting women and stuff. And I just want to say that we joke about that and we joke about a lot of things. That's, yeah. that's something that we, that's the way we deal with the world through humour. Mm. Um, but domestic violence is no joke. It is a no, very serious not. threat it's, it's to a funny. lot of, and obviously it's not just one-sided. There are men and women who both suffer, but it's it's a far higher rate on the side of men being violent against women in in physical ways, emotionally abusive ways. I mean, there's so many ways that it happens and it takes form and it's such a serious issue. We don't it's want it to be seen. I don't want it to be seen that don't. we're not taking it seriously or that we're dismissing it or yeah. belittling it in any way. We, I Personally, I do take it very seriously and I do think so much needs to be done. No, I agree. Front. And whilst I've, I will uh, make jokes in the comfort of you and the no, pod, no, and the context of the pod is we thing joke I will about say these things. Is, um, I've had a situation where a friend of mine, drunk, and it's a long story, I won't go into it, nearly made the mistake of uh, trying to hit his partner. And it, like I said, long story and everything, it's not an excuse. Uh, he shouldn't have tried to do it. And uh, I warned him that if I ever found out he ever attempted to do it again, drunk or otherwise or whatever the reason was i wouldn't care what happened that he would have me to answer to afterwards yeah and i just wanted because so, i think anyone who may or it's a ca- very particularly for men i find it a very cowardly i just really don't want do, it to so. be seen as though we are belittling it we, we no, are just absolutely. dealing with the humor and yeah. i you know i have like a disease when someone says something if i sense an opportunity for a joke even a bad joke i've got to take it i can't not and you're, anyone listening to the pod, I think, will know that. I, I think, I, I sort of, as I'm getting older, I agree more with a comedian like Ricky Gervais who says, you know, there's nothing you can't joke about, it's the joke. It's what and what you're joking at. Well, for me, and the way everything it, um, is context over content. So yeah. For me, the context of the pod is we don't take things seriously, or that we do take something seriously, but generally we're just having a laugh. And even yeah. the stuff we're taking seriously, we joke about. Yeah, and I think, to be honest, I think sex is a, a big thing. It's I still find, in general, it's still a very taboo thing. Most Usually. of my, even with my male friends, most of them I don't mean, talk we've about talked sex. Well, just to talk about seriousness, um, we've talked about kinks, kink shame, and we haven't really talked about kinks. No. Um, but, you know, you you can't tell someone you're kinky. Everyone's kinky. We all have our own Everyone has their own kinks and fetishes, but you can't say that because that's seen as like, oh, you're a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. And so there's a huge stigma And I think sex. one of the reasons I like doing podcasts like this, whether it's like the mental health ones or talking about a serious issue or talking about sex, it's... Let's talk about sex, For me, baby. it's only a net positive because even if one person listens to this and it makes them feel even remotely more comfortable as a man talking about, or, or a woman about an embarrassing experience, whether it was they couldn't get their dick hard or they came too soon or I will say whatever that, it is. Because look... We've we've all been there. We've all had. We've our we've touched on it earlier. We've spoken about it. It's so cathartic having yeah. it not because because of the taboo sex as well. It really weighs on you and it makes it seem like such a yeah, big yeah. thing. But having it out in the open with our friends and having it brought up casually whenever you like and forcing you to address it really really helps and, and it, it helps you move be through used it. No, it can't either. be used against um, you. People try and throw it at so you like, like I, so I, what? I, everyone knows. I think out of. Most people in our group, I've probably been one that has probably had the most... You've contributed the most stories. And I've probably been at the butt of the joke for those sort of things more often than anyone. And uh, I definitely don't see it as a bad thing. And if anything, it's made me feel like I I don't embarrass as easy now with people. Um, So no, what I would say to anyone, like be more open, talk about it, whether it's with your mates. I mean, obviously, if you've got a partner, show respect to them. I, I don't... Try. I don't talk in details about my current partner or anything like that, um, out of respect for her. Yeah, yeah the blog just, will be. 
But no, um, guys, as always, if there's ever anything you want to talk about, yeah, share with us. Sorry for bringing the tone down a little bit no, there. No, no, not at all. No, no, I think it's something that needs to be said because, um, like you say, we do joke about Thank a lot you. of stuff. Um, and I wanted us to have Sometimes a sort of... Sometimes I do say things that are worth saying. ...semi-serious end to it because I think it sort of regrounds it and brings it a bit more back down to earth and... But no, guys, as always, contact us, talk to us. Um, all the details will come up at the bottom of the screen, as always. Also, what um, would be a huge help, and I, I hate being the guy that asks for this, but what yeah. would be a huge help is if wherever you get your podcasts from, wherever yeah. you're listening from, if there is a, a system to, to, to rate it and review it, mm. you know, like a star system or something like that, it would mean so much and it helps us out so much yeah, and if you leave a, a review, a positive review. Like yeah. If you're just going to leave one star... Like, don't be a dick. Fuck off. Come to my house. Say uh, something. No, don't I, come to I, my I house. I don't mind. Uh, like some people don't want to share posts and stuff because they know maybe their family or their friends and family might not be into our content, and I don't mind that. But if anyone has a YouTube account, one thing I would ask if you could go onto our YouTube page and just yeah. you don't even I don't even expect you to have to sit and watch a whole video, but if you could like them comment on them the way youtube works it just it helps get us more yeah. exposed the algorithms like really promote things that are being liked and yeah and and, and that, that counts more a lot of the time than actually how much the video is being watched is how yeah, much it's being time, liked big and things time. like that so if you could just do little things like that i'm not saying you have to do it for every video but if you've enjoyed an episode if you it could would really just mean a lot to us going on to YouTube and liking it. And if you do want to share it, great, because um, there are some of you out there who do, and that's And brilliant. we hope you are enjoying them as well. And if yeah. you if you think that there's anything, we said, we've said it a few times, but if you think there's anything that we could be doing better, mm. or maybe something we do too much, we should be doing less of or whatever, um, let us know. Like, we, yeah. you know, we want to be the best, I was going to say broadcasters, and that's probably a little oh. ambitious career-wise, but we want to be the best podcasters yeah. that we can be. And we can't do that based on ourselves. We can give ourselves a little bit of feedback. But let's be honest, most of the time we finish these and go, fucking great job, man. You were <laughs> so good today. I, well, wasn't I? Wasn't I? I think like, more than anything, I just feel positive afterwards because it's, it's a good opportunity for us to sit and chat and have a laugh. And, yeah. um, but it doesn't always have to be negative, the feedback. If you want to give us some positive feedback no, as well, that's um, always welcome. No, for me, the more but feedback, the better. If you, if you tell us, do this more, do this less. So, as always, find us on Twitter, at Swords Crossing, at Facebook, Crossing Swords, on Instagram, Instagram, uh, Crossing Swords underscore podcast, and our email address is crossingswords19 at gmail.com, and that will appear at the bottom. Do of you the remember screen. the earlier seasons when you kept getting the, when you kept getting the Twitter on Arthur about face? Yeah, that one always tripped me up, always. Every time. Um, at, and at Crossing Swords underscore podcast on Instagram, give us a few likes, always welcome. I did add that. Yeah, well, I didn't listen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but guys, as always. Well, no, no, hang on. Let's not end on me being a dick. I know that's life, and yeah, I am yeah. just a dick. Well, but all right. Okay, let's end on the positivity. Um, okay, what do you want to say to them? Sex is good. Yep. Sex is, is nice. Yep. Sounds like someone who's never had sex, don't I? It's been a while. Sex is not like Steve Carell in the 40-year-old version. I'm like, oh, it's so good when I'm all up inside her. It's oh, just, no. It's so, so, you know, yeah. tight. But, um, no, look, uh, seriously, there's, there's a real taboo around sex. And um, no we want to, to encourage everyone to really talk about it because everyone has sex. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, the kinks and fetishes thing, like everyone's got them. Don't think that you're weird for having them. Even if you think, oh, yeah, mine's not very mainstream. Trust me, there's uh, millions of people around the world yeah. who are in the same boat as you. So talk about it, encourage it. Um, and sex is funny sometimes. Don't be afraid to embrace that. <laughs> no, absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. 
So, uh, so I just wanted to add, like I said, I didn't want the last thing to be, I wasn't listening. That's fine. Uh, guys, see you next time. Bye.